But by the way, do we have to put like a disclaimer on this episode? I'll do that beforehand. Yeah. You imagine if this thing, no, 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 this no. episode spoiled things. Do you think I should take it out? No, I think it's totally fine. But I just think you have to have a disclaimer. I will. I'll put a disclaimer before. Like thanks a lot, <laughs> dummies. You just ruined no, Christmas. No, 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 no. You're under nine fans? demographic. Hello, hi, I'm Erin Vandevin. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here, so let's settle in. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks. This is Erin, your host. I'm giving you a bit of a disclaimer as we teased in the beginning that this episode is a conversation between Nick and I, and we do talk about a number of things, including our own holiday traditions and Santa. So if you have littles around, you may want to pop your headbuds in or save the episode for another time. With all that being said, enjoy the episode. Are you, are you, how much are you going to multitask during this episode? All the things. Oh, okay. Hello, hi, welcome to Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin, and I uh, have your favorite co-host with me today, Nick Sobel, handsome face. Oh, it's me, hey. I thought you were going to do the Taylor Swift thing. Which one? The, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Oh, Oh. We should have practiced that before. That would have been very funny. Yeah. Do you even know that? No, I totally know that meme. You do? Yeah, I know I'm 40 now, but it's not like I... <laughs> I still know Oh my memes. gosh. Okay, listeners, everybody wish Nick a belated happy 40th oh. birthday because uh, since our last recording, Nick turned 40. And you're a new man. Yeah, everything's changed. Everything. I turned 40 next year. I feel like you really have to, like, uh, both chill out and get excited about your life after you turn 40. I've honestly not really thought about it, to be be honest with you. Um, Yeah. No, that's just because... Age is just the number. Oh, yeah. What is even time? We're very different people, though. Yes. I'm like, okay, I'm 40. How many... How many... What's the end of that How far along am I on the, like the vision board wow this is this okay this is no. like this is like the dark medium lady <laughs> why is it dark i don't know because of the vision board i thought you were going to talk i don't know oh no but it's like you know everybody's kind of like okay by 40 i'll blah 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 by 50 i'll blah 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 not everybody but me and maybe probably you. some other people and, yeah and not you at all yeah like really great goal-oriented people it's like a really good thing to do probably well you know you're married to a very goal-oriented person yes by the way, just so you know. Yes. I'm very goal-oriented. Yeah, no, if this was like you breaking news to me now. I know. That would be problematic. In, that would be a tough, that would have been a tough hang for you. Well, more for you. That's actually true. That's I, true. For me, it would like whatever. Uh, it's no big you're deal. Right, for right. you, that would have been really hard to hide. Maybe for me, it has been a tough hang. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, this, I don't know. 
It must have been, I don't know what the topic of this episode is. Okay. So everything you do. say, I barely do. You I'm think like, it's I don't an know. Is this where this is Are going? Are we going to talk about you being forty for the next? Is 30 this minutes? like, well, I, or you being forty, or you're yeah. gonna like confess to me these? Oh gosh. Um, secret goal-oriented lifestyle that you've been living. By the way, when I turn forty, we're gonna move to Fiji. Is that what you think is gonna happen? Well, that sounds great. Okay, it's a plan. No, I thought, so I'll just be honest, is like, for the listeners, is that we are in the fall, tipping into the holiday season, end of November, and I'm pretty tired. I'm about as worn out as I thought the fall would wear me out. I knew the fall was going to wear me out, but I'm, a, I, and I am about, about on track. So like you set the goal for fall, this is like, you've... <laughs> Such a t- You've met no. your you've met your goal. I met my goal of being Well, that's great. Really tired. That's that's great. No, it's not great. And, I'm tired. And exceeded your goal. <laughs> You're more tired than you thought. Are you tired? Yes. Yeah. So, we're going to just talk about being tired. Oh. Cuz I okay. actually thought it would be good to just be honest and do like a time capsule of like our life right now. So, right now Okay. We have three kids under 10 because my goal is to continue to do this podcast for the next 10 years. So we can go back on this episode and listen. When we're at episode 400, we can go back and listen to this episode. So when I'm 50. Oh, wow. I like the way you're thinking. Me not so much, but okay. (laughs) When you're 50. We said 10 years and then I just realized. Yeah, that's. Math, the math of it all. Okay, no, so I thought we would just talk actually about, like, parenting and just, like, what is parenting for us right now and just, like, we'll just capture it with our three kids. So we have three kids, they're boys, nine, seven, and three. And what would you say has been your experience as a parent of a nine-year-old, almost ten? Three kids under ten. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's my experience? Yeah, like, you're parenting a nine-year-old, you're parenting a seven-year-old, and you're parenting a three-year-old. <laughs> yes uh that uh wow that involves um time to reflect and think well that's you're just, and i think i think we just do we just do it okay yeah. i don't know because you just it, it's so busy all the time well the fun thing is it's like i think of it as like william's our first nine-year-old henry's our second seven-year-old and beckett's our third three-year-old true so you have a little bit more experience with the youngest. Oh, I, I mean, you would think. Yeah. But the but but our three year old is just an entity unto of himself, like that. He's just uh, trying to keep up with his two older brothers. Yeah. He is drastically different than the older two. Sometimes I question whether he really is drastically different than the other two. Except today I went to pick them all up from uh, the aftercare program and Beckett was with me. And Beckett almost left the school without me. Oh, yeah. No, I've been like, talking he's... to him about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he doesn't care. That's what the kids said. Yeah, no, he doesn't They're care. Like, he does that to dad every day. Yeah, he just goes and he like he runs down this huge long hallway in the school and then he presses the automatic door button. Yeah. Because he wants to be the first. To press the button. Kid to the van. So he can claim victory. Yeah, he, and which he did. Yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah. But it, he can be really far ahead. Yeah. He has no sense of, like, how old he is, how strong he is, how tall he is. 
I thought Henry was a bit of a daredevil, but Beckett is like almost wild. Like sometimes some of the stuff that he will try and do. Yeah, he just doesn't care. Do you think that's because he's seen his older brothers do these things? Yeah, he just like figures he can do it all. So it's overconfidence. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Mixed with being a a taught preschooler. Yes. Yeah, there are other things too that Beckett is just so different than the other two. Like, he feels way needier sometimes. He's way more attached to me than the other two were. Yes. Not that the other two weren't attached to me, but just, like... He had knows he has to fight a lot more for attention. Oh, you think so? Yes. And so how does that show up for him, fighting for attention? So, for example, if you and I are talking, he will be, like, all over you. Oh, he yeah. will literally go nose to nose with you and either just make sounds or yell or tries to be cute or he will do anything possible to get your attention. Do you think that's because he feels like threatened when my attention is not on him because he knows just how hard he has to work to keep it? Maybe I should do a better job of just like actually giving. Oh no, he gets a lot of attention. That's like, (laughs) no, he's, no, he good. He good. Uh, no, I think he's threatened. I think he's just jealous and he just wants to control the situation because he's three. The other amazing thing about him being three right now is we're about to come up on the holidays. And I think three is like a real sweet spot for Christmas. Having a three-year-old. It's the first Christmas he he seems fully aware of it beforehand. Before it happening. Yeah, you can now talk to him and kind of explain what's going on. Yeah. Like he said to me, we were picking up the boys and he goes wow, where is the sun? And I said, oh, the sun is setting because it's getting dark. And he goes, yeah, for Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't know, but what does he? What does that even mean to him? I don't know. He is so into Christmas lights right now. It's so cute. It's so cute. It is. We haven't even decorated our house yet. No, it, no, it, it is cute until, like, we're driving around and we see lights and then we have to go home. And yeah. then he like has a meltdown and cries because yeah. we're not gonna like, spend the See evening. Any more lights? No. Driving around looking for lights. Yeah, and it's not even the end of November. So right now today's November twenty first, and there are some houses with lights, but certainly yeah. not the majority of houses with lights. Right. And he just loves to see lights and shout lights, lights. But let's talk about Henry. Okay. Henry seven. Seven is awesome. Great age. Yeah. Great age. Fantastic age. I'm really, I really like Seven. Yeah. So I'll look forward to Beckett (laughs) during Seven. Henry is just great. Henry, Henry is a reader. He's more independent than William. Is that the right? Yes. Uh, At that age, yes. Independence may be the wrong word, though. William but, is pretty codependent kid. And Henry is more ind- less codependent than William. But William can certainly do things on his own. Like, I don't want to make it sound like... Well, William can do everything on his own. He yeah. just prefers... He prefers... William doesn't need uh, to be around us to That's do right. things. He just prefers to right. be. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. just a comfort level thing. And does Henry doesn't prefer or not prefer? He's fine with it. But Henry's like, here he just gets in his own world. And he's yeah. happy to live. Like... We, you know, Henry's on on this baseball team, and they're doing, like, indoor practices, and he's already twice forgotten his glove. <laughs> like, his glove. 
Yeah, William, like, that would never have happened. William never, even at like the age of seven, never, never would happen. Never would have. No. But Henry, and you're like, he forgets his glove. And for Henry, it's like, oh yeah, I guess that's crazy. I forgot my <laughs> glove. And you're like, dude, it's like, that's the one thing. Yeah. And he's got his baseball backpack. And yes, it's parental fail because I should make sure it's in there. But I'm also trying to get the, I got to take know. all the boys out. Um, I got to take William, William and, and Beckett with us. And so I'm trying to get everybody out the door. And, and Henry's got his backpack, so it seems good. And yeah, twice now. I forgot my glove. You're like, that's the one thing, man. But that's Henry. That is Henry. That's Henry. And he's like, yeah, whatever. He's <laughs> he's not a morning person. No. He's a bit of a night owl. Yeah, absolutely. He's probably awake right now. And has an incredible sense of humor. He's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. But he, it's also like, it's his sense of humor, but he also knows what makes us laugh. And he incorporates that into being funny. Like, he's very motivated to make us laugh. Yeah. He's he's so funny. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Henry will bring back, like, an inside joke from, like, a year ago. And it will just catch you completely off guard. The, like, sophistication of his joke telling. I also like it because I can relate to it. He'll Yeah, he will hold on to a joke and wait for the time. Material. He will hold on to material. And he will not burn it in the moment because he knows, <laughs> which I respect, there'll be, there will often be a better opportunity later for the joke to hit better. Yeah. And I wish we could think of a, an example. No, because we're it would not be really thinking of one, but we both know that he's got it, you know. And these are also inside family jokes. So even if we give an example, True. they probably True. to the audience. But, but, you know, Henry will just like hold on to something and then he'll just let something quietly slip. And he knows it's just going to be so funny. Yeah. Henry's also probably our most um, fussy. Or maybe that's just his age. I feel like Henry takes offense the most. Oh, yes. Like, as funny as Henry is, he doesn't love teasing. True. That's <laughs> oh, true. No. No, Why are you true. laughing? Because I'm thinking of various moments where <laughs> teasing has occurred. Maybe by me. That has not gone over well. You love teasing. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's Nick's love language is teasing. 100%. I, yeah. I think Henry too, like, I always wonder with him, like, being the middle child because yeah. I can't relate no, to that. No, I know. Um, how that plays into things too when you're, like, you have your baby brother. It's, you know, a baby, but, like, your baby brother and your older brother and you're kind of stuck in the middle. And so I, that always crosses my mind with him that how is that, how does that impact him? I know. We have no idea. We're both the oldest. And... We loved being the oldest. We have middle siblings. Nate, your brother, has given us some good insights into what it's been like to be a middle child. I feel like Nate relates to Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Nate. And what about William, speaking of oldest children? William's at a pretty great stage, too. He is. Although he's about to tip into very awkward preteen. Well, he were already kind of partially there, but oh, he, he's gosh. a great kid, very independent. Like, he just... Like his chores, he just gets them done. He basically, you don't have to ask him to get his no. chores done. He just gets them done. He just gets stuff. To, he's, he organizes himself. If, if we, if he knows something's coming up, he's like, okay, we got to go at this time. This is what I need to bring. Whether it's baseball, whether it's, I don't go to a friend's house, whatever it happens to be. He's yeah. like, he's on it and kind of needs to know that things are prepared one of beforehand. The, one of the main like personality things of William that I think defines him and still does to this day is I think when he was five or six, he asked if the theme of his birthday party could be time. 
he, he wanted the theme of the party to be like <laughs> clocks and time. <laughs> Which was really fitting. Which is still fitting. He loves time. Like there was times like obviously this is this is years ago, but like he really got hung up, of course, on the bedtime, but like to the yeah, minute. Yeah. And so there was a couple years ago where you know, used to be seven thirty. Used to be seven thirty, and obviously all our kids go to bed way later now, which is something that's happened. It's very annoying. Yeah, but it would go, and, and William would be like seven thirty, and I remember there were times it would be like seven thirty-seven, and yeah. he would be flipping out like yeah. full out meltdown because he was like, "I can't get to the seven thirty-seven. Like, I I will not get to sleep." Like, no, he was very worried. About- the night was like a write-off at that point. Like, just like toss it in. Don't worry about. It. Don't even try. I'm it's, about to stay up all night. Over. Yeah, he'd it's be done. so upset that he couldn't possibly fall asleep if he got in bed after seven thirty. It was even yeah. to this day. If he has trouble falling asleep, it really upsets him. Yes, he's a little. He's gotten better, but. But if he's in bed for 45 minutes and he can't fall asleep, he will come out Devastated. sort of tearful. Yeah. 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 Where's Henry? He's just going to play. He's all good. He's like he's going to play. He's going to read. He's going to have the time of his life. Yeah. Yeah. I find this stage something that I didn't expect as a parent, which is I feel like at nine, William is starting to like really understand that I am a person separate from him. Mm-hmm. And that is like very satisfying to me as a parent he can like show me empathy and caring and also like understand that my interests are not his interests and ask me about things that are interesting to me in the way that i ask him about like the things that are interesting to him and he like remember those things and understand that there are like parts of my personality that make me up that make me like a unique person i don't know he's always had that aptitude but I feel like I really enjoy that from him in terms of, like, the relationship and stuff. Yeah, I think as he becomes, like, his own person, I even just think, like, the conversations I have with him, like, let's say about sports, which is sure. something he and I have always bonded over. Yeah. Before, it was always, like, I would feed him all the information he Needed would to know about sports. Conversation. Be- yeah. Because it was just, like, whatever. Now he could access his own information. He gets it. And he'll, like, tell me things that I'm like, I don't, what, what are you talking about? When, like, when did that happen? <laughs> And, and, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, because it drives conversation in a different way. But it's it's a weird adjustment, I think, for me. No, I think for me because I was used to having, like, all the information. Yeah. And there was nothing that he would tell me that I didn't know about. Right, right, right. And that's changed. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, that's the way it should be. Yeah. But it's a change to be like, oh, you, where, how did you, where, where did you, where did you get that from? What's yeah. that, that's interesting. What, yeah. like, yeah, that's a change. He is ravenous for sports information. Yeah, he's a he's a sponge. And he, and he keeps he's a huge sports mo- fan. Moving into other, I remember at that age, I was the same way, I, like just as much as possible. That was just sort of like the the best thing in my life, the most interesting thing. But imagine if you'd had access to information Correct. like he does. No, for me, it was all about you'd watch like uh, you'd watch sports desk sure. or TSN. That was like in the morning. Sometimes you'd you'd catch that and you'd see the highlights. Yeah. That way and reading standings in the newspaper. Like, these are things that he doesn't do. Like, he'll watch TV, but a lot of it's YouTube. Yeah. Of course, and other other ways, like apps, for him to check things out. This is our first Christmas without one kid not believing in Santa and the other two believing in Santa. Yes. Does that feel weird to you? It feels very weird to me. Yeah, it feels weird even for you to say that out loud. Yeah. Um, it is weird. We, don't, we, we told Will 
uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And because uh, he'd been asking, he'd asked, been asking yeah, for even a couple of years. He, he sort of like asking a lot of like really good questions. And you know, he's asking a lot of them in front of his brothers, which is fair because we well, don't know any. Like you just gonna ask well, they're questions. together all the time. Yeah, and so it just became time where it's like, well, we kind of have to. He's old enough by now, and he's asked questions, and it was just time to to let him in. But but you know, when I told him, he was definitely still like a, he had like a visible reaction to finding out. And was still surprised, even though he knew it's a different thing to actually hear it. Mm-hmm. But I think he's kind of bought in. Like we talked a lot about, it doesn't take away from the magic. It's still mm-hmm. there. And it's like, again, I, I kept telling him, I remember when, when my mom told me, and it was just this really cool moment. It's like shifts you. Like it kind of changes your childhood in some ways, but in a, in just in an interesting way, because you realize this whole time, it was your parents, which is like, and they did this for you without taking any credit. And I remember <laughs> thinking, as a, no, as a kid though, I was like, that's really, that's really cool because yeah. like my parents were like always oh, give me like a sweater or something. Like it was always like, and the Christmas tree was fine because Christmas was awesome and nobody ever cared. You don't really think about it, but yeah, like you know, as my parents like, there was great presence but the santa stuff was always like insanely incredible santa got credit for making and it was amazing it was like this just like this overabundance of stuff so it was cool to find out that it was you know my parents the whole time and you're kind of let in on on this really cool secret and i think that's how will sees it i love that you have this memory of your parents telling you about santa i don't have any memory at all i have no memory of knowing I do remember believing in Santa, and then I remember not believing in Santa, but I have no idea the moment. And I know for you, it was actually, like, really special. Yeah. And I'm glad that we kind of made it that way for William, too. Because he's sort of, like, what he's done since then is kind of stockpile these questions that he just kind of, like, unleashes in moments when he's with me or he's with you. Yeah. You know, like, he had a bunch of questions and we were driving around. It's always driving around. When we were well, driving. we're in the car so much driving yeah, places. Yeah, it's true. That's true. We were driving around and he just like unleashed a bunch of questions on me. And I could see that for him that that was like part of like remaking the magic for him. Because he's also like such a like when, how, why kind of person. Yeah. Nine was the right age for our family and for William specifically. Yeah. Right? There's all kinds of different oh, families make all kinds of different choices absolutely. About, about when that works for them. And no, yeah. nine for us wasn't because, like, I... I, I we like, weren't like, ding, nine, okay. This is time. the... No, no. No, like, I don't think Henry makes it to nine. Oh, what? You don't think so? I just think... Yeah, I don't. I think Henry will. Okay. Oh, I, I hope so. Henry can be so sassy sometimes. I, I'm definitely of the mindset, I'll, I'll keep it going as long as, as reasonable. I know you are, yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, yeah. Okay, so that's an interesting question then. Do we, because I do feel like your oldest sets the highest threshold. It's like, William sets the highest threshold, um, how late people can go to bed. William sets the threshold well, he's for the like, lowest threshold when kids. <laughs> bedtime. What do you mean? Well, he was always going to bed much earlier. Like, you think about Henry. No, but William and Henry William's go to bed age. at the same time. Yes. Like, at William's age, at seven, Hen- they were going to bed at, like, eight o'clock. Yeah. And Henry and William go to bed at the same time. Yeah. Right? So, I guess my question is, like, thinking sort of about that in the context of, like, 
finding out about Santa, that means that Henry would be younger than nine, you think. And then does, what does that mean about Beckett? I'm telling him tomorrow. Like, no. it's just gonna... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know, but I could see it getting earlier and earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. just because yeah. of... I mean, even Beckett. Beckett goes to bed way later than yeah. the other two did at three. Oh my gosh. Beckett runs us ragged at bedtime is my least favorite time of day. I yeah, mean, we're all so, we're so we're, tired, and then you're like, oh my, to get this guy. He knows it, too. Oh, yeah, he milks it. No, he's a smart kid that way. There's so many steps to bedtime. Yes. It's too many things. Yeah, there's more than one step, which makes it exhausting at the and end of the day. some steps can be broken down into sub-steps. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but we did do one major milestone, which is Beckett's potty trained, and that's pretty. that's been pretty great. Yeah, if it finally took. It finally took. It took some prune juice, but we got, <laughs> we got we got there. We got there. Yeah, if anybody needs some prune juice, we have a little bit in our We have a couple gallons. <laughs> it's the smallest thing I could find. But we needed it. Like prune juice was we did. I know. was the MVP of the toilet training. That's true. That's true. That's how we'll tell that story when he brings his first boyfriend girlfriend over home. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's the prune juice. The first, yeah, yeah, the first date. We'll get to hear the prune juice story. Well, thanks for talking to me about parenting. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Is it, is it the way you thought it would be? Parenting? Yeah. Parenting uh, at 40? Uh, not at all, and yes, all at the same time. It's true. It's very much like a for better or for worse comic strip. Like, there are parts of our life that I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is what we were sold during TGI Fridays, and this is the stuff of sitcoms. You know, driving around in the van. Yes. And yelling at kids to put their boots on. And and then it's also, like, really hard work. No, Lynn Johnson was on to something. Lynn Johnson. Canadian treasure. I'm going to have to put that in the show notes. Yeah, give her, like, a shout out. I don't, I don't know where she's at these days. <laughs> she's living a great life. I'm sure she is. I think we're going to look back at this episode and realize, think so fondly on it. Okay. You don't think so? Or you think we're going to be like, wow, that was, yeah, that was really, like, hard and really tough. Parenting. Those three kids under 10. I think we'll always know it is hard. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Meaning, like, you look back when they were, like, 0, 4, and 6, and that was hard, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, but part of it, I agree, I think it gets harder. So wherever we are, when we record episode 400 and whatever, and you're 50 years old, we'll look back and be like, that was actually easier than we thought it was. Mm, No. (laughs) No. No. I don't think that. No. So we'll say like, oh yeah, that was hard. And what we're doing right now is also hard. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. In a different way. Yeah. Yeah. But my phone has been feeding me. I know you know this because I show it to you. I'm always shoving my phone in your face. My phone is feeding me these like randomized photos from my cloud or whatever. And keep it together. <laughs> Nick, just... I was trying to quiet you on. I wasn't trying to draw attention because people can't see. But now you drew attention to well, it. Well, because I'm talking to you and you're yawning. Yeah, it's 10 p.m. This is... Okay, we're going to wrap this oh, up. Oh, okay. But my phone, my phone yes. is feeding me these all these old pictures of the kids. And it does, like, make me look back and say, like, oh, my gosh, like, they were so little. I wish they were little again. I missed when they were that little. They were so cute. Did I appreciate how cute they were when they were so cute and little? 
Yeah, that's... I get that. Even in a couple years, we'll be like, wow, William... Like, right now, William is so big. Everything he does, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're massive. But even in a couple years, we'll look at him and be like, he was so cute, his little nine-year-old self. That is true. No, that's there's part of me that, you know, you're excited for them to grow up and get older. Especially Beckett. But... (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited for Beckett to be seven. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be really great. It's going to be great. That's going to be really great. Beckett will be seven. Henry will be 11. William will be a teen. Yeah, that's like <laughs> 11 and whatever William will 13. be 13. Is, that's terrifying to me. Oh, gosh. That's terrifying. 11 and 13? That's terrifying. Having a teenager to me is very scary. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm not ready no to thanks. have a teenager. No. I'm barely ready for him to turn 10. Yeah. They're getting older and we're getting older. Yeah. It's true. All right. Well, I look forward to that. Them getting older, not us getting older. Yeah, it's it's kind of unfortunately. Because <laughs> you're also like you're like oh when when is the phase when I'm less tired? <sighs> yeah, that yeah. Right. That'd be nice. I know. Even just like twenty percent less tired would be so good. Yeah. Well, speaking of how tired we are, I think we'll wrap up this episode. It was fun. Was it? Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks for bringing me back again. Hey, um, I hope to have you on again soon. That's kind of you. Maybe I'll do 20% more planning before the next episode. Yeah, but like 20% of zero is still <gasps> zero. How dare you? Well, that's the, that's, that's, that's math. That's the good thing about math is it's just brutally honest. Math and Nick brutally honest brutally honest all right thanks everyone bye thank you so much for spending time with me today please make sure to reach out and connect on instagram with me i can be found at medium.lady over there if you have any feedback about today's conversation you can head to the pink tile in my feed for the latest episode and we can always continue the conversation over there if you like this podcast please make sure to share a rating and review on apple podcasts and if you love this podcast please share it on social media be sure to tag me so i can personally thank you for growing our community finally be sure to follow this podcast wherever you're listening and make sure your notifications are on don't forget you're doing such a good job bye